Hello and welcome to the Apple Insider Podcast. This is your host, Stephen Robles, and this is a special episode as we recap today's event. Today, Tuesday, September 15th, Apple held their Time Flies event. This was a pre-produced event. It was all pre-produced video taking place in Apple Park, several venues around there, and some footage from around San Francisco as well. Right from the top, Apple CEO Tim Cook stated that the event is about two products, the Apple Watch and the iPad, and that's exactly what we got. The Apple Watch Series 6 that has been long rumored was announced, as well as new model iPads and iPad Airs. We'll talk about those in a moment. And Apple also launched that services bundle that has been rumored and we've talked about on this show, the Apple One services bundle. And so we'll get to that as well. The presentation itself was just over 60 minutes, so a pretty short event by Apple standards. Again, they talked about the Apple Watch and iPad mainly. And in case you were wondering, there was definitely no mention of the iPhone 12 launch date announcement or anything like that. So let's jump to the Apple Watch. Apple started by telling some of the stories of the difference that Apple Watch has made in people's lives, both saving lives and helping those with type 1 diabetes and hypertension, and many of the research partnerships they have with other organizations. COO Jeff Williams made a majority of the Apple Watch announcements, and he announced the new hardware model, Apple Watch Series 6. The Series 6 comes in some new colors, blue aluminum, gold stainless steel, a black graphite stainless steel, and product red as well. They also have the titanium models if you're interested in those. The rumored blood oxygen sensor is the big new addition to these Apple Watches. In 15 seconds, it can use infrared lights on the new Apple Watch Series 6 to measure the color of your blood and give you a blood oxygen level right there on your wrist. The new Series 6 also comes with the new S6 silicon chip, a dual-core chip that Apple is saying is 20% faster than the previous generation. It has an always-on altimeter, so it will measure your elevation at all times. And they say it has an even better always-on display that's two and a half times brighter even when your wrist is down. And while Apple did not announce anything like developer third-party watch faces, they did highlight some developer complications and announced seven new watch faces that they're including with watchOS 7. This includes a GMT time face that can show multiple time zones, a count up face if you're trying to track a certain measurement of time, a chronograph face, a topography face. They even have an artist made face that has a different actual human faces on the watch face that you can customize, a emoji face, and what they call the stripes face, just a simple various color design stripe watch face. And they've announced a new kind of band. They're calling it the Solo Loop. So if you have an Apple Watch now, if you've seen the bands, you know that you have that hole and peg kind of design where you choose the size. And now they have a new one single piece of silicon strap that they're calling the Solo Loop. It comes in that silicon that you know, and also a braided Solo Loop that kind of is a combination of yarn and silicone. While this loop is stretchable, it does come in multiple sizes. So if you're wanting to buy an Apple Watch today, you can actually print out a sizing chart. I went ahead and did that and you can print it out, cut out this little thing and you can see what number your wrist is if you want to get one of these new solo loop Apple Watch bands. They come in multiple colors and I have to say the braided yarn one does look pretty nice. That's the one I would get. They also have a new leather watch band that they're calling the Leather Link. There's no clasp or loop back on it. It actually has these little links that kind of notch in. And so you're not going to have that loop back on the leather band if you like to go with a leather one. They also announced new Nike bands and Hermes bands. One of the exciting new features that was rumored and they announced was the new family setup for Apple Watch. Right now, in order to use an Apple Watch, you have to pair it with an iPhone. 
So if you wanted to give like a child or an elderly relative an Apple Watch, they would have needed an iPhone before. Now, Apple has announced that family setup is available for Apple Watch. That means you as an adult can give your child an Apple Watch and connect that Apple Watch to your iPhone. It will have its own phone number and iCloud account, meaning the Apple Watch can still be separate beyond that child's Apple ID and they can have their own phone number, but it will be paired to your phone as the adult. So they'd no longer need their own iPhone to have an Apple Watch. You can specify what contacts they can communicate with in their messages. You can get location notifications with the GPS models. You can create memojis right on the watch if it's one of these family setup watches. And they even have a new school time mode. So you can have your child put the watch in school time mode and it will have do not disturb, restricted interaction with certain contacts, and it has a special face for school time so you can tell that it's in that mode as the adult. In order to do family setup for Apple Watch, this does require a Series 4 or newer Apple Watch, and it also requires a carrier account. So you have to have an account with AT&T, Verizon, or one of the other carriers around the world. It does have limited availability, so check Apple's website for the carrier and country availabilities, but it's a pretty cool feature that's family setup for Apple Watch. Also, as rumored, Apple announced the new Apple Watch SE, an inexpensive version of the Apple Watch. This has the same size display as the Series 6, but it comes with a year older model chip. This comes with the S5 chip. There are cellular models available, and it has most of the sensors like the accelerometer, the gyroscope. It actually does fall detection, but the Apple Watch SE was not going to have those newer sensors like the ECG or the blood oxygen. The Apple Watch SE starts at just $279. The new Apple Watch Series 6 starts at $400 or $399, and they are still selling the Series 3 Apple Watch, and you can buy one of those for just $199 or $200. In line with the Apple Watch announcement, they also announced that by 2030, they're claiming that Apple will be 100% carbon neutral including supply chain to products. And in this environmental announcement, they also snuck in that they will not be including a USB adapter with the new Apple Watches. So if you buy a new Apple Watch, you're going to have to get that little power brick from somewhere else, either use the one from an iPhone or some other USB brick. So no USB adapter coming with new Apple Watch models. You can order the Apple Watch right now in the Apple Store app or on apple.com. And the watches will be available Friday if there's a store open by you. You can check them out there. But you can order it online today and it ships very soon. Apple is continuing to focus on fitness and they announced a new Apple Fitness Plus service. This is a new service that has workout videos that can be watched on iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV, and it syncs with your Apple Watch. So if you start a workout in Apple Fitness Plus, let's say on your Apple TV, it will actually start a workout on your watch automatically if it's on the same iCloud account. And you can actually see your heart rate, calories burned, time elapsed, the stats that you would have to look at your wrist to see, it will actually put those stats on screen. So you can do a workout on your Apple TV and see your heart rate right there on the screen, how many calories you've burned. And you can even see your activity rings right there on the screen. It looks pretty cool, actually. They say they're going to announce new workouts every week. You can choose a workout from any device. Again, you can do it on iPad, and it'll show you your stats on your iPad screen or your iPhone. Even during a workout, if the trainer says, check your heart rate, it will actually enlarge your heart rate number on screen so you can see it easier as the trainer says, check your heart rate. There'll be countdowns on screen during the workouts. You get a summary at the end, 
and they're launching with several kinds of workouts. You can do this in Apple Fitness Plus with yoga, cycling, dance, treadmill, walk and run, strength training, core, hit, rowing, cool downs, and you can select workouts by duration. There's a team of instructors that Apple is using to develop this Apple Fitness Plus program. And if you're an Apple Music subscriber, you can actually save the music playlist you heard during your workout to your music app to use later. And they also have a beginner program. If you're not ready for some of those full studio workouts, you can do the beginner training program. Apple Fitness Plus is a new service that's gonna cost $10 a month or $80 a year. But you can also get it in the new Apple One Services bundle that we'll mention in a moment. Apple Fitness Plus will be available by the end of this year, 2020, and you can share the Apple Fitness Plus service with your family along with other Apple services. You also get three months free if you purchase a new Apple Watch. Apple then announced the Apple One Subscription Services Bundle. Again, this was rumored, we mentioned on the show, and it is actually the name that was rumored, Apple One. They have multiple plans that bundle specific services. Apple said it will be available this fall, but no set date. It's not available right now. And the three plans they showed today was the individual plan. So for $15 a month, you can get Apple Music, Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, and the 200 gigabyte iCloud storage plan. That's 15 bucks a month. It'd save you a few dollars. For a family, you have to bump that up to $19.95 or $20 a month, and you get those same four services, music, Apple TV+, Arcade, and iCloud. Now for me, I already pay for iCloud, Apple Music, and Apple Arcade, and so I will actually be saving $5 a month if I go for that family plan. But if I wanted to add Apple News Plus and the new Fitness Plus service, that is now the Premier tier, and so you can get the Premier Apple One Services bundle for $30 a month that will be shared across your family, and you get Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, iCloud, two terabyte family storage, Apple News Plus, and the Fitness Plus. So you get those six services across your family sharing for $30 a month. You would be saving some money by going with this bundle as opposed to paying for them separately. So again, that will be available sometime this fall. No set date was announced. Apple then went on to talk about the iPad. It's been 10 years of iPads since it first launched, and they announced that 500 million iPads have been sold worldwide. They announced the new eighth generation base level iPad. It now has the A12 Bionic chip, which has the six core CPU and four core GPU. Apple is stating that this new iPad eighth generation is 40% faster than the previous model. They also continually compared these iPads to Windows laptops, Android tablets, and Chromebooks, and for the latter, saying it's six times faster than top-selling Chromebooks. This is the new iPad 8th generation. You can use it with a smart keyboard and Logitech keyboards, and it starts at $329 or $299 for education. This new iPad will be available Friday. But the bigger change came with the new iPad Air. The iPad Air now shares that flat-edged iPad Pro design. You can even use it with the Apple Pencil 2 and that wireless charging. It actually comes in multiple colors. You can get a rose gold, green, or sky blue model iPad Air. It comes with a liquid retina display. It's 10.9 inch, 2360 by 1640. It comes with true tone, wide color gamut, and anti-reflective coating. Does not seem to come with ProMotion, which is available on the iPad Pro models. There is also no Face ID in the iPad Air, but instead they developed a new kind of Touch ID. They're calling it the top button, or you might know it as like the sleep button that you would see on an iPad Pro. But this new top button has Touch ID built in. It has a sapphire glass top and a steel enclosure, and so you actually use Touch ID to unlock these new iPad Airs. 
It also comes, interestingly, with a new A14 Bionic chip. This new iPad Air is the first hardware device that has come with a brand new chip, the A14. Usually, we see the new iPhones announced in the fall with the new chip, but now we see it for the first time in the iPad Air. Surely this chip will be coming to the new iPhone and hopefully iPad Pro soon because they did not announce it in the event. But the iPad Pro current model comes with the A12Z. This new iPad Air comes with the A14. This A14 chip is now a five nanometer chip. Incredibly powerful. The distance between transistors is measured in atoms, if you could believe that. There's 11.8 billion transistors on a single A14 Bionic chip. They're saying it's a 40% increase of performance over the previous iPad Air, 30% graphics performance increase. And let me just say as a side note, now knowing how powerful this A14 is, I cannot wait for the first Apple Silicon Max. I hope they will be coming out soon. I remember Tim Cook had said, by the end of the year, we'll see the first one. This brings the neural engine to the iPad Air and machine learning accelerators are built into the A14. And this is the first time we've seen these machine learning accelerators in an iPad. There's a better FaceTime camera as well. And the new iPad Air starts at $599, $599, the new iPad Air. And they said it will be available next month. Then at the end of the event, Apple announced that iOS 14, iPadOS 14, watchOS 7, and tvOS, all those updates are actually coming tomorrow, Wednesday, September 16th. You'll be able to download the new versions of iOS and iPadOS and all that to your devices tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Check out all the links and show notes to the various news that came from Apple's Time Flies event today. Head on over to appleinsider.com to see the top stories. And don't forget to check out the weekly show that comes out every Friday. We'll, of course, be talking about some of these announcements a little more and whether or not maybe we got an iPad or Apple Watch coming in the mail. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating and comments in Apple Podcasts. Several of you have done that the past several weeks, and we really appreciate that. You can tweet at me, at Stephen Robles. I'd love to hear your feedback and what you think of these announcements. Are you getting an Apple Watch? What model? What band? I'd love to hear it. You can email me and tweet at me. All those links are in the show notes. Thanks for joining us on this special episode covering Apple's Time Flies event, and we'll catch you next time.